Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Welcome back for part two with my husband, Earl. We're going to discuss our roles with our company at PDS Copiers, what has worked really well and what's been most difficult about it. Also, we're going to talk about the relationship between sales and service in the business. So I think you'll want to stay tuned and listen to what we have to share and how we've made it work. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Good morning. So we are going to continue our conversation about being in business together today. Sounds great. So I have a question. I want you to share with us what your favorite comfort food is. Well, most people that know me, I love food in general. So, uh, but probably my comfort food is a uh, chicken and dumplings. Hmm. Now that's interesting because it took me a long time to be able to make chicken and dumplings over 20 years. With the two pots buried and, and I still don't get them nowhere near, so I don't have much comfort, so. <laughs> but I can make them now, right? When you want to. <laughs> and you didn't even know I buried those until I told you 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering where the pot went. <laughs> okay, so today I'd love for us to talk a little bit about what we do in the business or, you know, what we started out doing and um, just how we have evolved and why we think that it works, that we work together. Okay, sounds great. So share with us in the beginning, when we started PDS, what was your role? Uh, my role was service technician. What was your role? I was the salesperson, because that's what our backgrounds were. We were just sales and service, right? Yep, and I think that's what makes it, uh, makes it strong still to the day is the uh, we've said this for a long time, what made it work and what makes it work is that, you know, you had the sales and I had the service background. I think if we was two service guys or two salespeople, um, I think it would be, um, be different. I think it, you know, how the business would be ran would be different. Yes. Um, so you and I have a little game that we play when we meet somebody that's in our industry, we decide if they have a service background or a sales background. Oh yeah. It's most of the time it's pretty easy to tell. <laughs> So what do you see are some traits that a service person, if they come to us and they have a service background, no matter what their position is now, what is it about them that's special because they have a service background? What makes somebody special about if they have a service background? Yeah, like when we meet somebody and we, we don't know what they're like, let's say now even they're in like a sales position with, within our industry, but we can tell that they have a service background what is it about them that lets you know that they have a service background without them telling uh, you? Usually how they look at stuff. Um, the, you can tell when somebody, I don't know, a lot of time has a, a technical background is um, when they're looking at, even when uh, some of the people that we've met in, uh, you know, in our industry and when they start talking about it, I quickly can tell because if they're purely saying, you know, well, it does this, this, and this, and you're like, you know, and, but you can tell they really don't try to be like, so I really like that it does this because it, this is easier to work on. This is easier to mess with. This is easier to do. You can quickly tell why they like it. If they just like it because it's the, uh, 
it's pretty, um, which you hear a lot. Um, you can quickly tell it's like, well, it may look good and stuff like that, but it really doesn't work. So, um, but you know, so that's, that's one of the things that there you quickly can tell. And I think it's even in general talking to people, um, a lot of times you can tell somebody's got a technical background or you know, they don't just by kind of how they talk about things they're talking about, passionate about or not. One, one of the things that I can tell about somebody who has had a service background, especially in our industry, is they will talk about it from the point of view after it's new. Mm-hmm. Like what, what real world experience are they going to see with that? So right. they may bring up something, um, you know, a lot of times in sales, we get the benefit of seeing something early before service has ever had a chance to even look at it. And somebody who comes into sales or um, somebody we're, we've met and they're talking about it in the service aspect, they can maybe see something that might pop up later that maybe the salesperson won't see. Salespeople mm-hmm. get really excited about the new things because it's something new for us to take to our customer. The service side is is more apt to say, yes, but what about what about this? Or what about that? They see something that might cause a problem later that sometimes the salespeople are blinded by the shiny objects and service can usually see what's going to happen later or what might happen later, what might pop, pop up. I also um, see that service people usually um, will stay a little more reserved, like I said about something. They, they won't jump out of the gate and be extremely excited until they see how it's going to work and what's going to happen. And, and salespeople can sometimes get overly excited and you know want to get it out there before they've really had an opportunity to see what it means for the customer. We, we can see as salespeople what the brochure says and uh, we can we can identify what that in in the best situations would do for the customer, but um, it's sometimes a little harder for us to see what might happen later. So, um, thank you for sharing um, how you how you saw that. And I always you always say um, that PDS is a service company, mm-hmm. and you know I have always been about sales. What's our number? what were you know because that's how salespeople are driven they're driven by a usually a revenue goal or a volume goal by a number of units by a sales dollar service is is usually not driven in that same way it's more customer service um more you know how is the customer happy when i go see them (laughs) are they happy when i leave um so i just think yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's a big difference. And when, when we came to our company together, uh, we were able to offer something a little different than what I have seen before. Would you agree? Yeah, I do. It's like, that's why we said different times. I think we kind of seen the good and bad on both sides. You've seen the good and bad in sales that you had been in, in previously. And I've seen the good and bad in service in previously. And so I think we kind of said, okay, let's, let's take, try to take more of this good here and see what we can do with it. Yeah, that's great. So um, when we first were in business, now this is how I remember it. You may remember it a little different, but I, re- I remember it as you would go do the service calls and you would get the parts list together and uh, sometimes would, most of the time, you place orders for parts. I never placed orders for parts or supplies, but I would um, make sure the money was in the bank 
and to pay the bills in, in the beginning, that's, that's, you know, plus I was going out and finding new customers and, you know, me finding out what their needs are and then, you know, what, how we should bring it to market, what we should offer. Um, and you, then you would give me input about what you saw we could do different than what our competitors were doing. Um, so when we first started, we, we were um, offering rentals and no, nobody else, we saw that there was a lot of equipment that was being picked up off lease or being repoed that was really in good shape. And we could put it out into the market and really give our customers a much better deal. Plus um, some of the benefits with that is it can all, we, we always can keep the customer happy because if it's not working, we replace it. Exactly. The rentals a lot of time are a lot easier just because of that, but uh, it's, you know, rentals are always, they're good, if, uh, especially for new customers, uh, people that's new in business, you know, they're really good because they may say, well, I think I need this. They may have a copy or it's too big, too small. Um, and it's easy for us to adjust that out with rentals. And then, you know, with the, then later on, sometimes as they grow and you know, they need new equipment or they need new something like that, then they can move into like a lease or a purchase or whatever. But the rentals have been great for that reason. We've got customers that's been rentals for, you know, 20 years. Um, and because they just love the ease of it, they can say, you know, we're closing these three departments down here. And it's like, can you guys just come pick the copier up? There's no, you know, there's no reason you can't just go take care of that. So that's what's really the ease of that. A lot of people like that. It may cost, you know, a little more. Most of the time it doesn't cost no more. Um, it's just more of a mental thing, I think, with people that's like it, how they look at it. Yeah. So for the service side, rentals have worked out well because tell, share with us why it's good for the service side. Well, if we start having issues and it's just part of it, anything that's got moving parts and, and things like that, you're going to have issues. It's just part of it. You know, and I always joke with people. I said, how can I make it quit doing that? Well, just unplug it and leave it in the corner <laughs> because there's, that's the only way it's never going to do that. So um, things are going to break. That's just part of the business. If they, like I tell people all the time, if it didn't break, we wouldn't have a business anyway. Um, and that's the same with, you know, don't matter what industry you're in, if you're cars or if it's, you know, whatever, you know, there's going to be issues with it. And that's the reason, you know, you got service people and technicians and people to work on stuff. So, um, but, you know, and so that's one thing that with the rentals is really good because we can go put it in uh, um, to the customer. And if we start having that one machine that may be a problem like that, we can just get another model, another machine, just like it, take and roll in, pick that one up uh, and switch them out. And the customer's happy. It's easier on the technicians and um, just down the road, it just works out a lot better because there's just some machines that, just can't be fixed. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. It is um, so some of the things that I love about service in general is they they can really think about the customer and what's going to serve them best. And as salespeople, if we work with the service side, then we can be better salespeople. And you know that like with rentals, there's some place that people need a rental and the the sales and service can work together to make sure that's a good fit but there's other areas that if service and sales can work together we can improve what we're doing and i have seen this work inside of our dealership so many times and i saw it not work in other dealerships because they weren't trying to go toward that i mean in the first dealership that we worked in it was a huge divide between service and sales and they, they never really came together to say, okay, 
what's good about sales, what's good about service, and why do we need each other? So like for me, as the salesperson, I see service is so important because we, as salespeople, can do all, all the work of getting that customer and the customer can have one really bad experience with, with the machine needing service or if a service technician doesn't handle something correctly and all of our work is lost. And on the other side of that, I have seen salespeople and myself included have sometimes made mistakes with, in my sales side of it. And a service person has to come in and save me and make it do something um, that the brochure said it would do. But again, like I said, sometimes brochures are not the ideal situation, or maybe they are for the ideal situation and we, we misunderstand what that ideal situation really is as salesperson and service people have, you know, really saved us from it. I know when I, one of the first big deals that I got, you know, when I was in um, just starting as a out in the field, I sold two machines to a bank and they were brand new 55, 155, 165 page a minute machine. One of them out of the box did not work, would not run one page. It was a big deal for me because it was it was a bank and they they I had been doing a lot of business with schools. This was not on a discounted rate like the school contracts were. So it was a huge deal for me. And a service technician, actually, I think it was you that ended up and had to come and figure out what was wrong. But it had to be handled correctly. These people had no experience with me, no experience with their company or the brand of machine that we had. And it it could have really went south quick, but be, and it took all day to get it under control. <laughs> um, so in that situation, you know, sales and service really had to work together. I, I've heard so many over the years like that. And like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a, uh, an office equipment business or a, a car business or whatever it is, you know, you, the divide's always there and you see that a lot of times. And that's something that's always upset me because I'm like, you know, I've heard people say, you know, service guys go, well, if it wasn't for me, salespeople wouldn't even have a job. And I've heard salespeople, if I wasn't selling it, you wouldn't have a job. Well, if it wasn't for the admin, neither one of them would have a job. And if you know, the admin wouldn't have a job, it wouldn't for the service guy, vice versa, and stuff like that. So they all, everybody's got to work together in business. It's got to be, it's got to be one unity because that's what happens in these places. They start letting the divide. And usually it comes from upper. They, the people let it, the divide be there. Um, when in business, like we see people like that, we can tell clearly when the owner is a service person or a salesperson because they favor one or the other. And that's what you got to be real careful about is that you got to be sure that equal because what happens, neither one's going to have a job if it wasn't for each other because the salespeople wouldn't putting stuff out there. Service guy wouldn't have nothing to service. You ain't know, the same thing. A service guy wasn't doing a good job in the field. The salespeople wouldn't be able to upgrade that customer when it came time. And you know, a lot of times, you know, we've, we've joked about it different times. The salespeople go in and tell them all this big fancy stuff to do. And the service person is going, nah, he won't do that. And, and oh, yeah, it says right here on this piece of paper, uh, that's wrong. It's, it, won't, it won't do that. Um, that's You're looking at it. That's a Europe size or whatever. It's like, yeah. So, um, and so that's sometimes, you know, that's what we've got we've to work together with because that's where we go say, okay, no this here's how really this this part works like that so that's what we've had to do and and i think that's where the the unity's got to be and the same thing in a relationship or whatever i mean business or anything you've got to work together because you got to have that same goal 
and that's a happy customer. And if you ain't got a happy customer, neither person's going to have a job. Mm, that's really good. So now, just bringing this up about um, us being both sides in the business, that's kind of how we also do our marriage. It's it's kind of both sides. Um, and I, I think for me, I feel like being in business together has, in some cases, helped our marriage. I certainly believe being married and being in business, be, being married has helped our business to do better because like you said, we have shared goals. Um, so what do you say? Do you think it is harder to be married and work together or, or maybe you think it's harder? Is it worth the benefits or how do you feel about it? Uh, I think it's uh, easier because we already got that relationship. For me, I think it is. Um, I've heard, you know, we've had people over the years like, oh, there's no way I could do that. Um, but you know, what happens, you got to have that same goal. So it, it is hard at times because we never shut it off. Sometimes we never go on vacation and, or do things and sometimes never talk about it. So that's something we really, you know, we had really put a lot of work into to say, okay, we've got to shut off. We got to clock out sometimes. And so that's a big part I seems like it is that that's the, that's the hard part about it. I enjoy it because I know a lot of times what you're thinking or what, you know, what, or vice versa. And, you know, when I say, okay, what do you think about this? You know, and, and you, you'll say, okay, I really think this here will work where I think maybe this or here. And I'll go, oh, I never thought about it that way. So I think having that relationship that, you know, that being married really helps us in that part because we, you know, we know, and, you know, like I said, we joke all the time, like that, you know, that, you know, catches on the right day. One of us quit each day sometimes, like, yeah, we've never quit the same day. Thank goodness. But, um, but that's just part of it. That's just part of business. It's part of being a fair, but, but I think that's what's made us strong is that we know each other's got to have, we you know that if, if one of us quit, we're going to leave the other one out in the same way in our marriage. We're not going to quit because you say, okay, we got to have each other in order to keep growing this and keep doing what we're doing. Mm, yeah, that's great. I agree with you. So what would you say is the hardest thing about being in business together as a married couple? Uh, the, the never shutting off. I think the hardest part of to me is, is that is waking up at four in the morning and, and saying, did you take care of this? Did, did you, did you call so-and-so back or, you know, sitting there at 10, 11 o'clock at night, um, that and you looking at me go, did you take care of, you know, of this customer today? And I'm so, and so that's a lot of times is where that's, that's, that's the hard part I see is never shutting down. So that's where we've had to work really hard over the last few years is to say, okay, you know, let's, let's put our phones up. Let's don't look at them. Uh, and let's go, you know, let's just go be a couple today. Let's don't be, you know, a, a business partners. Let's just go be partners. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with you. That has been the biggest lesson that I had to learn. Um, because I always, you know, one of the greatest things to me about us working together and, uh, being married is that, we understood if one had to go do something with one of the kids or what we had to do and we divided those tasks really well but it was like our lives was all one unit we didn't have work and home everything was one thing and that's good in a way uh, but in another way like you say we didn't get a break from that so when things got really hard when things got really stressful when some people could get away and go on vacation and worry about work next week we didn't have that opportunity and um, it has been something really, really difficult. I probably had a much harder time with it than you had. 
um, because I was always um, kind of, I didn't have work time and home time. And, uh, I, you know, for you, if you were standing in front of a machine or a technician, you were at work and you, you could kind of walk away. For me, I was always thinking about growing the business or selling something to someone or what this customer might need to, to take care of a need. And it, it, it was really a challenge to say, okay, this is me and you as a husband and wife. This is me and you as business owners. Um, and I, I think we have done a really good job, but it didn't happen overnight. It took a few years. Still some work we could do on it, um, but it is much, much better. The second hardest thing that I think, and it's also the best thing, is that everything depends on that. So we don't have an income to fall back on. We don't have somebody else who's working for the benefits. You know, we, we, had, we had to do it all on our own. And because of that, though, we really, like you said, we couldn't quit. We couldn't give up. I mean, there's a lot of times when the climb got hard and it felt like every door was shutting and it was hard to, to get back up. And I, 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 can qu I quit more occasions than I can remember. And I've seen you do the same thing, but like we always say, as long as we don't quit on the same day, it's okay. Because we're always there for each other to say, now you have done that before and you know how, how to fix that. Or you know how to get through to them. Or, you know, there's always someone else. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's one of the hardest things. And it's also one of the best things about it is you have, there's no backup. There's, there's no, um, well, you know, we can rely on his income for six months or my income for six months. Nope, it's all or nothing. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, but I, I, there's two sides to it. Now, you know, it's, it's wonderful and it's hard. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. And I mean, and, and what we say all the time too, you know, if it was easy, you know, everybody would do it. Um, that's the reason it's, it, it is hard. It's hard being in business, but you know, it's like I said, being a couple makes that, that part a little easier. Um, but also it makes it harder at times, like we said, because there's never you know, on the, on the relationship, not the business part. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're blessed because when things aren't going great, neither one of us are quick to blame the other. We just say, okay, we've got ourselves here. What are we going to do about it? And we work our way through it. And I think that's a blessing for me. It always has been. Um, and it has made our, our business stronger. And um, we, we have worked through that and it's made things better. I agree. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share that you, maybe is there some things about sales that make service better? Some things that you see that salespeople bring to the table? Mm, they make it harder most of the time. So. <laughs> they, uh, um, uh, the, the most of the times, like if you have a good salesperson, they've already got the customer understanding what's really going to happen. That's what I really see because we've had some some not so good salespeople before and they go in and tell the customer a bunch of stuff and and they're talking to them maybe about, you know, a, a copier that's 75 pages a minute and but they sell them a 45 page a minute and you get there the customer's going, this is slow. 
well, this is what they sold you. I don't know. It's like, yeah, so I'll talk to them. It's like, yeah, well, they only had this much spin. Well, why'd you tell them you were selling them this then? You know, what I mean? so we've had that you know, in, in the in the past. And so that's where it really makes a difference was when the, the you got a good salesperson, they go in and they're about mm-hmm. the customer and taking care of the customer. Usually it's going to be a lot better deal and it's going to be a smoother, you know, just install and a smoother just service agreement because the customer is actually winning that they, they know the customer and they're actually going in and treating the customer. They made it built a relationship with the customer. Ah, that's good. I like that. Um, because that's what I always say. That's what makes sales easier is if you get to know your customer and you have built that relationship. We always feel like, oh gosh, it'd be great if the phone was just ringing off the hook with people who were saying, I want this, I know what I want, just bring it to me. Um, but I think we would have more problems having keeping happy customers if we were just taking orders instead of actually identifying what they need and how we can help. Yeah, I agree. That's what I think you got to have that relationship. And and, and that's in service and sales because um, I think the, the service guys, you know, I tell them a lot of times, like, yeah, when you go in, you know, go talk to the person that called in. Go find out. And you know, if you go by somebody's office, just, you know, say, hey, I, I took care of that today. Everything's good on it. If you need anything, let me know. You know, have a great day. Um, they they see that. They, they, they And that what happens, they, they always make that comment. So when they leave a, you know, a survey, you know, they fill it out or something like that. They'll usually say, you know, the technician was very nice. He was really good. He let me know everything was going on. That's what all they ask. That's what I always tell guys is, and that's how people just tell them the truth. You know, and, but what is like, you want to go in, if you go in with the confidence that you're going to say, look, I'm, you know, I'm going to take care of this. And even if you leave there and it isn't still working and you're confident with it and you're telling them, look, this is what's going on. I'm going to get the part. I'll be right back. Take care of it. They're usually happy. I mean, you'll have every now and then they might not be, but what happens, you go in there and start guessing, you're not knowing really what's going on. You look at them and go, I've never seen this before. I don't have a clue. They're going to be getting upset like that. And then what happens then, they're usually calling us uh, because they're upset going, this guy don't know what he's doing. I and mean, he may be the best technician that you have, but it's just how he used the terminology sometimes that can really affect the deal. And, and that's, like I said, that's in every part of business. You got to go in with confidence because why would they want to do business with you if you're not confident on what you're trying to tell them? Uh, it's very good. Very good point. So you're right. The service technicians build relationships easily because they are, they just, they really, they get used to seeing them. And that's where salespeople can really take lessons from service people. They, they're building relationships naturally. They're going in, they're finding a problem, they're fixing it. Sales can really do the very same thing. Uh, they just need to look at it from that point of view. What what problem am I trying to solve? And we get all kinds of, you know, the service guys build up trust easily. We say all the time that the customer will believe a service person way before they will a salesperson because they've gotten they've built that relationship with them and they know uh, they trust them because they have seen them time and time again come in and take care of a problem for them and as salespeople we can take lessons from that and learn so as the business owner you have pointed out that you like the way the uh, salesperson can set it up to where they have the customer knows what to expect and they're meeting the, they know the equipment's going to meet the expectations. So to you, what's the best salesperson, the one who um, sells the most, the most dollars, 
the one who builds the best relationships. What would you say would would be the best salespeople? Because I know you've had them both. You've had the ones who who sell a lot, and then you you have to come in and kind of pick up the pieces. You've had others that didn't maybe sell as much, but they built strong relationships. As the business owner, what's most important to you? I think it takes both. Now, I, I don't think one if you gotta you have a, gotta have a, you know really equal amount there. Because, you know, if you got somebody that's just putting out the, the numbers and they're all about the number and they're not really caring about the relationship, you're not going to have the business that's going to continue thriving and building. And the same difference, if you just got somebody out making friends or never selling nothing, you ain't going to be in business either. So you got to have a real good new part. And a lot of times it's letting, teaming them up a lot of times will help also. We've done that a few times where you kind of say, okay, you know, this person here and kind of you learn from each other. But I think you got to have both of that. I think you got to have the want to get the number but you also go want to build a relationship and you can do both. It's just a matter of just saying, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to take care of it. Cause as a business owner, you got to have both in order to do to stay in business. Uh, that's really good. That's a really good point. Well, thank you so much for coming today and sharing with, with, with everyone um, kind of our different roles in the business and how we see those different, but why we need each other and why it's important and is there anything else you'd like to add or anything you'd like to ask me? Uh, no, not right off like it. I think it's, uh, you know, we continue uh, the, to grow our, our business, but also some of the other things that we've got going on in life. And um, I think that that's what you got to stay strong with uh, mm -hmm. in a relationship as a partners, but you also got to stay you know, strong in a relationship with a marriage. And that's what continues making it all grow. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you so much for being with me today. You have a great week. You too.